You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. I had a question posed to me in the Facebook group, the the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook group. If you're not yet a member, feel free to join. Go to Facebook, look up the Align Self, or you can actually find the link in the show notes. And when you answer the question, how did you hear about the Facebook group, you answer, of course, on the podcast, because it's for podcast listeners. We just don't want anyone off the street to be in that group. We want you to be in the conversation. But anyways, someone offered up a question, which I did not post, mainly because I thought the question could be divisive. Not that I'm afraid of controversy. It's just that I don't necessarily think it's, it has a place in the podcast conversation. But after thinking about it, I do have an opinion. And so the question posed was, what were my thoughts on the current administration, on politics, the way things are going on in Washington? Now, while I have definite opinions, definite positions, I don't necessarily think I should convey them here because I don't want to sway anybody. I don't, for the most part, the whole purpose of this podcast is that you have a discerning awareness, that you pay attention, that you ask questions, that you dig deeper. There's lots of different places that you can get opinions on both sides of the fence And if you really want to do your due diligence, listen to the argument on both sides before you assess an opinion. And I do have to admit, because I have a position, because I have an opinion, it doesn't mean anything because, what, opinions are like belly buttons. Everyone has one. doesn't mean they're right. doesn't mean they're accurate. It's just a position. It's just a point of view. But with that said, I do have some ideas around law of attraction that would or could be applied to this question. One is that we never want to focus against anything. If there's something isn't the way we want it, that's not the thing that we want to focus on. What we want to focus on and direct our energy to are the things we do want to come in place, the the situation, the circumstances we are attracting. And this reminds me of a quote from Mother Teresa. She said, I was once asked why I don't participate in anti-war demonstrations. I said that I will never do that. But as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I will be there. And so by focusing on what we do want, because being anti-war, anti-government, anti-liberal, anti-conservative, you are positioning or actually sending energy to the very place that you don't want. That is your focus. Because the mind cannot not think of something. The universe does not recognize a negative. You say, I don't want to hurt. And the universe hears, send more hurt. And this is why I've said in the past, you can either have the story of your trauma or the story of your healing. You can't have both. And because the mind can really only focus on one thing at a time, one idea at a time, 
when we sit in judgment of another, of an institution, of anything else, there is no room for love. It doesn't even have an opening for love to show up because we're in the, in the energy, in the focus of judgment. And now we can probably address belief. If you have the belief that this current administration or any administration affects your pocketbook, actually makes it harder for you to make money, then it will be harder for you to make money. You could have and create a personal economy that you do well, that you attract the money that you want, the opportunities that you want, regardless of who's in power, regardless of who's calling the shots. I remember this lesson distinctly. One of my first jobs was to work for J.C. Penney. They just opened a brand new store in Flint, Michigan. And I grew up in a town not too far away from Flint. A small town. But Penney's became the third anchor store in this shopping mall. It was opened in 1979, and so every time a new store is opened, the identifier, the number identifier, is the year that it's opened. Well, the store opened in January. I think I came on board the end of February, the 1st of March. So I was essentially one of the first few people hired at that store. Well, I don't know if you're aware of the history, but in 1979, actually 1978, General Motors closed several of its plants in Flint. There was huge layoffs, and Flint, by definition, was in a depression. There was 50% unemployment. And things were bad for a lot of people. It really upset the standard of living. Many businesses went out of business that supported General Motors, that supported the workers of General Motors in Flint. But here I was at a brand new store making $2.65 an hour. But as an added incentive, I was offered commission on top of that. A 2% commission, 2% of all the sales that I made. Well, being a brand new store, there's a lot of expectations for sales and achievement, different benchmarks. And Mr. Asby, I think his name was Don Asby. I I think that was his first name. But Mr. Asby was the general manager. And he was a very good merchandiser. I learned a lot from him just by observing him. So that's the setup. Brand new store, general manager, has to make sales. Flint is in 50% unemployment. Now, you could look at the statistics and say it's excusable or it's understandable if the store doesn't do very well. But Mr. Asby wasn't going to accept that. He had been a success at every store he had been at, and he expected great things from this store. I can remember one morning coming around into the employee section, and there was a sign. It said, Flint is in a depression Store 1979 is not participating. That sign left an indelible imprint on my psyche. I realized that just because it was going on all around me, I could make a choice not to participate, not to go into or not, I guess, listen to the story, not live the story as if it's true. I could live a different reality. Store 1979 had a banner year. Not just get this, not just for the expectation, because it was a new store, it had the highest sales in the country. In the country. In a time of depression. Because we were not participating. And how do you not participate? It's in your attitude. It's what you're focusing on. 
every person that came into the store was considered a customer, a buying customer. And because we expected them to buy, they bought. So what's this have to do about politics? Well, you can look... See, I've been around the planet for a, a few times. And I've seen a number of different presidents come, different administrations come and go. And over time, things don't change that much. Every president, every administration does something to upset the apple cart. They do something that a lot of people disagree with. Because, frankly, you can't please all of the people all the time. And so at any given moment, there's always something you can disagree with, something you don't like about the current situation. So what do you do? Where do you put your focus? Well, you focus on the things that you love and appreciate about where you live, whether you live in the United States or some other country. There's something admirable about where you live, the circumstances, the quality of life. And this applies to any situation you find yourself. Always focus on those aspects that you love and appreciate about the current condition. Spend very little time focusing on things you don't like, you don't want. Because like I said earlier, the universe does not hear the negative aspect because the brain cannot not think of something. Don't think of a pink elephant. Don't think of a little blue bunny with cherub wings flying around the ceiling. Don't think about it. See, we cannot not think about something. Whatever is talked about, even in the negative, the mind has to consider it and then try and remove it, which you can't do. Because the more you try and take it away from your mind, the more you try and take it away from your focus, it's still there in spades. So the only thing that you can do, like I said earlier, the mind has difficulty focusing on more than one thing at a time. So we just direct it to those aspects that we love and appreciate, those aspects that we want to further, that we want to expand. And so what do I focus on? I focus on freedom, personal freedom, personal liberty. If you listen to this podcast, I'm all about personal responsibility. I'm all about that you have the ultimate freedom to choose your response. And then one of my highest principles of life is love. I focus on love. How can we be more loving? How can we be more charitable? And you know, this doesn't mean that I'm very liberal. I, I sit in the middle of the road. If I lean any particular way, I'm conservative for business, but I'm liberal for life, for humanity. But I firmly believe that we each are imbued with our own personal responsibility for our life. You're not meant to be here and have people or an institution to take care of you. You're here to make decisions and choices for yourself. No one is supposed to dictate what you do or where you do or how you do it. That's one of the beautiful things I consider about growing up in the United States. You also have to consider that I'm a third-generation immigrant meaning that my great-grandfather came here from Poland. His family worked for three years to save enough money for the passage from Poland to the United States. How old was he? He was 12. But on his journey, someone stole his passport. So he got all the way here, and they turned him around and sent him back. He was supposed to come and live with his uncle, but they sent him back to Poland so what did they do? What did the family do? Well, they worked another three years. All the family, the extended family, worked and saved enough money to send Joseph Wisco, Wiskovich back to America. And Grandma Wiskovich sewed his passport in the lining of his boot. And why did they send him to the United States? Because the streets were paved 
with gold. There was opportunity abound. My grandmother would tell me stories of her dad, my great-grandfather, would cry at the 4th of July parade. When the American flag would go by, he would cry. And she would look up at him and say, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And he would reply, I'm just so happy to be here. There's a lot of things that are less than desirable about the United States. Always has been. But there's a lot of things that are admirable as well. Those are the things I focus on. Those are the things I want to see expand. And I say that not because I'm Pollyanna. I say that because I understand the law of attraction. But when I do say that, it's not that I never am shocked or dismayed about certain decisions that are handed down as policy, certain situations that are going on in our culture. I recognize the aspects that I don't want, that I don't like. And then I look at the things I do like. I focus on what I want to expand. I just recognize that I can see the things I don't want show up. But again, our ultimate freedom is to choose our response. And I choose to focus on that which I do want. The things I do want to attract in my experience. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 